Dan, good morning. Good to have you here. Hey, good morning, Oliver. How are you? Okay, so the first thing you know I'm interested in about Square, the revenue of $3.8 billion, and they did $1.8 from Bitcoin. This is a pretty big chunk. But remember, it's, it's, uh, they, they only recognize about you know, 2% on, on the Bitcoin revenue. So there's a lot of costs associated with Bitcoin as well. So, so the actual gross revenue number on Bitcoin is a little bit misleading. The actual proportion of Bitcoin within the revenue um, failed is much smaller. So the contribution for Bitcoin is big. The perception of Bitcoin, I agree with you, Oliver, is extremely important for Swift. Okay, so the 3.84 net revenue, um, Bitcoin revenue 1.8. So you're saying that in terms of how it moves the needle for the bottom line, it's not much, but it exactly. but it is 1.8 of the 3.8 billion, right? That's the same revenue figure. Right, right. But we're looking at the remember we're looking at the uh, gross profit, right? That's the most important number. Right? Okay. You have to look at the gross profit. That's the key number, right? Because the gross profit, is, you know, there's two key components here, right? And there's the seller ecosystem and then there's the cash app ecosystem. What, what, what people should be looking at is the gross profit because that nets out all these other, you know, network fees, Bitcoin costs, et cetera, right? So on a gross basis, I think that's actually an interesting point that you're making. It happens a lot in payments. Uh, some of the other companies are overstating their revenue, but Square is doing the right thing, the right thing by actually letting you look just at the gross profit, which is the right kind of apples to apples comparison. Okay, so the miss then versus the street estimate of four and a half billion on average, where were you at, Dan? Were you also surprised that this number they reported for net revenue was this low? Right, so I think that that's sort of the, the bifurcation here. We have to look at it uh, on a, a two two things, right? The first thing we have to look at is the, uh, the most important thing, which is the cash app uh, gross profit. I think it came in at about 512 million. Okay. Uh, I think that was a little bit below what people were expecting. So if you think about it on a two-year CAGR basis, that's reflecting about 104% CAGR versus the second quarter or the third quarter of 2019. Uh, that's a slowdown or a dramatic slowdown versus what it was in the second quarter and in the first quarter. And the reason for that is because the stimulus payments are, are, are fading, right? And the impact of stimulus is fading. And I think that's that's what, you know, if there was one thing to be worried about, it's that slowdown in the cash app growth, because that's kind of the future of Square. That's what everyone is focused about. On the other side, which is the seller ecosystem, which is the point of sale, and I'm seeing on the screen that you're showing that, that thing has been amazing, right? Gross payment volumes there on a two-year CAGR basis have actually accelerated, right? So they are actually selling more point of sale. They're getting more merchants. They're winning share from probably some of the incumbents like global payment. Mm. So I think that business, there's no worry about it. The one concern with the cash app, but I even think there, the results are probably, you know, not as good as hope, but better than fear. So the transaction services revenue, 1.3 billion people swiping on the square hardware and devices and stores, merchants, et cetera. That's up 40% from the year prior. Do you think, Dan, that's a rate that they can maintain? How much of their clientele that use Square Transaction uh, services have already gotten back to normal? How much still needs to come back online? Like, what percentage of their user base is back swiping again? You know, this it's a really good point that you're making because 
you know, if I go back a few years, and you know, you and I have been talking about Square for for several years now. Mm-hmm. Um, the bear case on Square was that they are sort of on the wrong side of change. That they're you know too uh, brick and mortar focused. That uh, you know they're not enough e-com. And what happened during COVID? A, it showed that they could realign and you know get their act together pretty quickly and get on the you know e-com kind of train very quickly. But if you think about the reopening and you're asking about the growth rate of the accelerate, you know, the acceleration in the growth rate because they're so brick and mortar heavy focused and because they're in restaurants, they're in retail, et cetera, a lot of it is brick and mortar. I actually think they will see an outsized disproportionate benefit from people coming back to normal. I know we talked about some of those, you know, I saw the segment before when you were talking about the Pelotons of the world. So you're seeing kind of the inverse here, of people going out, eating, dining out, they're using more credit. I mean, um, Square actually talked about it at their press release, right? That the credit, and we've seen that in Visa and MasterCard too, the credit volumes are accelerating uh, and they're going much faster now than the debit volumes, right? So it's a sign that things are coming back to normal. That should be good for Square. Uh, what that actual acceleration number is going to be, uh, nobody knows. But for now, the trends are moving upwards and the growth is reaccelerating. And that's a huge positive thing for the company on that seller ecosystem. Mm. Okay, so the seller ecosystem also uh, very important here, and uh, your view of the stock still bullish, three hundred eighty bucks price target, right, Dan? Yeah, and, and remember, twenty twenty two is going to be an amazing year for them. What's up for twenty twenty two? After pay integration, now they're offering a, a, a debit card, a cash app for kids, right, thirteen to seventeen year olds. That's a twenty million. TAM expansion just in the U.S., hmm. right? Uh, they're going to do a white paper on TBD, so they're going to be sort of a leader in DeFi, uh, Bitcoin-driven uh, global um, network of, of payments. So they're going to basically disintermediate banks globally. So I think there's a lot of exciting things coming up in 2022, which should be the year for Square. And that's why you're seeing the stock trade up today, despite the not-so-good results in the cash app, because I think the oh. hope of 2022 is way more important today given where we are in the outlook than, you know, what happened in, in the third quarter, which is really just a, you know, fading of the stimulus payments. Nothing mm. fundamentally is wrong with Square. 